Well, see, I don't care what any of the three of you say. You need to be careful what you say about Cheryl. She is the sweetest woman, one of the sweetest women I have ever met. And her voice, her voice behind the microphone, she could melt a freaking iceberg. Hell, it makes the synapse at the base of my neck tingle. It is so smooth and so cool. If I could get her under contract down here, I'd ship all three of your asses up to Russ. Let him deal with your asses. Gnorman, don't look at me like that. Food dog, Ganesha, I'm, I'm serious. If he goes, y'all go. And Gnorman, if she does end up down here working with us, you will not grab her ass. <laughs> Welcome to Richard's Radio Adventures. My name is Richard, KB5JBV. For those of y'all who don't know, formerly of uh, Resident Frequencies Amateur Radio Podcast, which uh, we're currently reposting the old shows and are looking forward to uh, trying to get that thing started again. Uh, strangely enough, which has uh, ended its eight-episode run, until we hear from some of the listeners, um, hoping they might want to bring that back. That was a little bit uh, kind of enjoyable to do. And once upon a time, Lennox and Hamshack. If y'all want to hear me over there, go to lhspodcast.info and listen to the first 100 episodes. lhspodcast.info. Alrighty. So we had uh, we had an episode in the can. Well, it wasn't in the can, but uh, it was on our computer. It was waiting to be edited, and I ended up going to going to bed. And in the middle of the night, my computer rebooted. So we ended up losing the whole episode of Richard's Radio Adventures. Now it uh, we will um, re-record. Uh, it won't be the same, but it'll be close enough. Uh, that one's called, will end up probably being called the Tale of Two Podcasts. Uh, we examine um, how the, there's a gray area right on the edge between, on the interface between commercial podcasts and uh, amateur podcasts, amateur being unbased that they are so close together it's difficult to tell them apart. However, we will get back to that. So what I want to talk about today is my experience today with Reddit, of all things. 
Now, y'all know I have to post a podcast at different social media websites so that people will know that we're kind of back in business and try and lure them in to at least go look at the website. So I recently signed up for Reddit. It looks like a pretty good place to hang out, sort of. And it just so happens that I posted uh, the show that went live Friday night, uh, Friday whatever day it was, this is a week before Thanksgiving, and I would believe Friday was probably the 20th, maybe the 21st of November, and oh my god, um, I got a piece of mail from the administrator for that particular thread, uh, telling me that that shameless self-promotion does not work here. Well, he seemed to be a pretty good guy, and I failed to read the rules for that particular subreddit, and that was pretty much my mistake. However, immediately, the feminists came out of the woodwork. Oh my god, naked lady. Well, we've done, we've dealt with this before. If you uh, listen far enough into Resonant Frequencies Amateur Radio podcast, you'll uh, you'll find that I had a woman protest over our I don't know motif over at the website, and when I dug in a little bit and went to checking her out, she was complaining about naked women or almost naked women, and when I went to her website, what I found was a photography website where all the women were wearing zero clothes and all the parts that might be found objectionable were covered in paint. Yeah, you know the stuff. Kind of like the old What's-Her-Name-In-X-Men movies or uh, something similar to that. I think they do that with Sports Illustrated models as well for the swimsuit edition. They paint a uh, bikini on the gals, even though they're absolutely naked. So, this gal starts to tell me how I need to run my podcast. (laughs) And how I need to run my website. Now, my longtime minions, the ones that have been with me so long, y'all understand that ain't going to work. You don't tell me how to run my show. Get your own damn show. And that's what I told her. Uh, I pretty much told her, uh, well, okay, thank you. Get your own damn show. Because if you want it to be a certain way, then you're the only one that can make that happen. Now, where that's concerned is I find the ones that object the most are the ones that ain't got no teeth. They got gray roots showing, the overweight, and that kind of stuff. Now, in the case of amateur radio, it's evolved quite a bit since we initially started the original Resonant Frequencies Amateur Radio podcast. At that time, most, not all, but most 
amateur radio operators were men. Secondly, they were, for the most part, overweight, unshaven, and had a bunch of teeth missing. So the chances of landing a female were quite small. Now, this was years ago. It has changed considerably since then. But the way we were able to draw people over to get the initial experience of Resonant Frequencies Amateur Radio Podcast, which I've been told by more than one person is actually a pretty good show, uh, to get them over there, we had to offer something that nobody else was offering. And quite honestly, you got things like uh, Hand Sexy and uh, other places out there. But as far as I know, we were the first amateur radio podcast to make the leap and try and make amateur radio sexy. So we ended up with a lot of users. Uh, people complained from time to time about the website. They complained from time, from time to time on the music, on the shows. In fact, we did make an adjustment at one point because one of the complaints I felt was very valid, which was they can't take this section out and play it on a repeater because there's music on the front and music on the end. I am nothing if not flexible. However, let's go back to Reddit. So this woman immediately chimes in, and first of all, she starts off with, Your website is crap. First sentence, man. Your website is crap. By the way, let me give her uh, ID out. Uh, Evil Roots. Okay? So y'all keep an eye out for her. And this was in the general amateur radio Reddit. Okay? And uh, first sentence was, your website is crap. Followed by, um, I don't have it in front of me. But the last sentence was, and you probably need to get yourself a cam. Can't even spell camera. Get yourself a cam and put some videos on YouTube. Okay. I have videos on YouTube. We've fallen behind on that. And I will get back on it as soon as I have the time. Most of you that have been listening know that my wife has been having some medical issues. So we are falling behind, for the most part, on a lot of stuff. That's the reason this episode of Richard Radio Adventures is coming out uh, at this point, at the point of recording, four days late. Uh, by the time we finally get it upload, loaded, it will be five, possibly six days late. So I do apologize for that. So as we go on, I get a reprimand from the moderator of that group or thread or whatever they call it over there. And I don't blame him. He uh, appears to be a good guy. I've done a little research into him. And... This guy, we seem to be on the same page on a lot of stuff. So all he's trying to do is keep the peace in his particular Reddit. Now, I I can't blame him for that. 
kind of like people uh, coming in acting a fool over on the web on our website. I would recommend them, give them a chance, and if they screwed up again, then out the door they go. So I can't blame them. But following that, some gals who was given a grid square apparently as her uh, handle or whatever they call it over on Reddit. Uh, FN3525, something like that. Decides she's going to chime in. Well, now I got these two women, and they, they're complaining about the girls. You know what? I let them know that, number one, if the web- website offends you, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Quite honestly, I'm not sorry if it offends them, because if it offends them, they all they have to do is not go there. Probably part of that sharing, caring, touchy-feely crowd that has emerged over the last 20 years. But they seem to have an issue with the girls. Now... This other one that chimed in, she said, you need to take a look at the about page on that website. And all they could do was uh, discuss or uh, bring up that yet another girl's on her about page. Yes, sir. Eye candy for everybody involved. And I know some of the female amateur radio operators, I'm pretty sure that some of them, not all of them, but some of them appreciate uh, the feminine form. So, uh, she goes ahead and puts this on there. Now, I make my apologies to the moderator. I go down through there and I find the posts that could be inflammatory and remove them. And we go on about our business. Unfortunately, this tends to not be enough for evil roots. Because I explained to them in that one message where I said, I'm sorry if it offends you, uh, or whatever it was, that um, I'm sorry you feel that way, uh, that kind of stuff. I told them, told both of them, that my email is freely available on the internet. Same way for you guys. All y'all got to do is type in my call sign and you will find the website, my email, all that stuff. Cute. Check me out on QRZ. My emails over there has been good for over 20 years. And it turns out that Evil Root decided to go over to the website and place a comment on the website. Which was something to the effect of, uh, this is very sexist, it's crappy. Y'all go over to the website and look at it. Uh, rfpodcast.info for those of y'all who haven't picked up on that yet. And I explained to her that, you know, it is what it is, basically. Now, I've been talking to my friends over on Facebook all day. Uh, some of the guys here are local. And they tend to believe as a group that Reddit is kind of flaky. Understandably. Back in the old days when we ran uh, landline bulletin boards, that kind of stuff, uh, anonymous discussion groups, that kind of stuff, it's real easy to hide behind a handle. 
And the reason I say that is because I went and researched these two gals a little bit. Boy, they sure don't know who they messing with because my job at one time was to log into state and government databases, uh, use that information, try and track people down, and that kind of stuff. That was my job. Internet makes it a whole lot easier. But I go and I start checking. And uh, where was I going with that? Y'all know that my memory's like non-existent. However, I went to check it in and I couldn't quite find anything personal on either of these two ladies. But I do see where they appear to be diligent amateur radio operators. But they seem to have a bug up their ass over the feminist thing. Now, quite honestly, and here's my statement. If y'all use any part of this podcast, please make sure this statement is in it. Richard, KB5JBV over at Resonant Frequencies, Amateur Radio Podcast, Richard Radio Adventures, strangely enough, has nothing but respect for the feminine form. I feel that, and some of y'all, you know, the atheist bunch are going to gripe about this, that women are God's most perfect creature. Now, they are unpredictable. However, there is no life form on this planet that creates more joy to not only men, women, on television, everything. I celebrate the female form. Whereas some people respond to that as, you're sexist. Well, no, I'm not sexist. I think a woman can do just about anything that a man can do. Just about. I understand that they are quite capable of being as intelligent as any man. And that the fact that they are pleasing to look at on top of all that is definitely a plus. And you guys out there in the audience can agree with that. Yes, uh, they may be a little unpredictable. They may be a little difficult to understand from time to time. But they still are the greatest creation under the sun. So, having said that, where sexist is concerned, uh, in most cases, we're talking about the the guy or the gal in the school cafeteria that gets in trouble because they tend to use the phrase honey. How you doing, hon? What can I get for you, honey? That kind of thing. The It's just out of control. But I remember one school uh, cafeteria lady getting her butt suited off because she was calling the kids in the cafeteria, son. Get a grip. Get a grip. So, anyway, this woman goes over to the website and leaves a message. So she's serious about it. This is after I told them, you know, my email address is it's open record. And I responded to her with uh, pretty much the same thing I said to her on Reddit. This is my website and this is the way I run it. 
And if you don't care for it, you are welcome to block it from your browser or delete it from wherever you put it and that kind of stuff. Now, I fully thought at one point today that I was going to be banned from Reddit. Now, please, this is a surprise to me. Currently, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Parler, MeWe, and probably a couple others that I haven't checked in sometimes. I know that there's a Pinterest account out there somewhere and uh, some other stuff. But the whole point is, if you don't want to look at it, don't look at it. And let me go ahead and do my thing. One of the things that was complained about was the young lady who is on her banner at the website. She also appears on her banner over at Facebook and a couple of other places. And I did explain at one point that she's been on our banner since 2006. Now, by my reckoning, 14 years. And it'll be, well, I guess it'll be six, eight months before it's 15 years. But she's been on our banner that long. And now people are complaining. There's another gal whose picture appears on our website that uh, is sitting there with microphone in her hand. Another one, she's got a headset on, that kind of stuff. She's been on their website almost that long. Now, our website did disappear for a little while about six months and that's why we had so many problems getting things back up and running because we had to go find all the stuff that we didn't back up before we killed it because we didn't plan on bringing it back up however due to covid and my isolation here at the uh well it's not the beehive i'm gonna have to get a name for the studio here but because of my isolation and stuff, my wife thought it was a good idea for me to go ahead and get things restarted. Once again, and I hate to offend the uh, the crowd that might be offended, but one of God's greatest creatures. So, the website is basically what it was, minus some of the stuff we weren't able to recover. So, if that's the case, then most of the graphics that are on that website have been there more than 10 years. Let's say more than 10 years, even though some of them have been there 14 years. And quite honestly, if the feminists have a problem, normally the ones that do have a problem are the flat-chested, toothless, gray-headed, overweight females for the most part and that's not sexist it's the truth they're the ones that are upset because they can't look like that of course reality tv doesn't help you know you got people like in kardashians that can afford every form of plastic surgery known to man uh the chrisleys oh gotta love uh gotta love todd chrisley who is 50 years old and has already had at least one facelift, according to him, on his show, and that kind of stuff. These women are just mad because they can't get done. Shoot, we sit around here and watch Bot. These women on there spending all kinds of money to get the, get the boobies as big as they can get them. 
So there ain't nothing wrong with boobies. The whole point is, why are we getting steamed about this? We got bigger issues. SEC is trying to charge us 50 bucks to renew our licenses. Okay, I saw a guy, you know, scrolling down through Reddit since I was already there. I saw a guy complaining about ham radio clubs that have their meetings in the middle of the day, testing sessions that go on in the middle of the day, you know, a couple of other things. And I I did respond to him. I said, well, you know, testing sessions, meetings, I haven't seen that. Uh, People being run off, and one of them was people being run off because they can't afford anything but a Bofang radio. Good God, buy the Bofang radio and get on air. It's like building a house. You've got to pour the foundation first. You know, and then I can't remember what the fourth one or or the uh, number three, which would be the fourth one is. But the whole point is, we got too many people out there playing amateur radio police and not enough people out there applying themselves to the amateur radio service. I almost said it again, guys, to the amateur radio service. They're not out there chasing storms. They're not out there attempting to deal with disaster situations. They're not out there moving traffic. They're not out there doing any of the things that we need to do to practice to be ready when there's a problem. They want to get on DMR or Fusion and try and make international contacts and sending QSL cards for freaking talking over the internet. Think about this. You got guys out there that are wanting to get the biggest, baddest radio they can get their hands on. It doesn't matter if you have an FT-97 that runs a whole hundred watts or close to it. Uh, TS-440, which I had several of those that would run about 90, 95 watts. Or you have the newest, most expensive hot rod radio straight out of ICOM, Yezu, or Kenwood, which only runs 100 watts. Doesn't matter. They're not out there refining their skills, building a skill set. They are not out there contributing to learning the overall overreaching mission that we have. Now, you contesters, I'm not hammering on y'all. Um, the guy that's a casualty extra, I call myself a casualty extra. I'm not hammering on y'all. But having the license, the reason they're probably trying to charge us now for renewing our licenses is because we are not proving our worth. We are not holding up our end of the deal. And we need to be out there training and learning. You know, people keep calling us a hobby. Well, okay. That's because the guys that have come in since around 2000, I take it back, around 93, 94, um, they kind of made it that way because they treat it that way. There are some of us that are dedicated to them to radio service. Those of us who do understand that we have a mandate. And we might as well be the citizens band if we ignore that. Yeah. It was simple enough for Betty Ford to say, I want a CB in limo and I don't want to have to have no license. Poof, it was gone. It's up to us. 
And I know y'all hear me hammer about bringing them in. What? We got to bring them in. We got to teach them. We got to make sure we don't ridicule them because of the equipment that they have. Several places on Reddit today I saw people talking about uh, ridiculing people because all they've got is a little Bofang radio. I got a Bofang. Sitting up here on the, I've got a little shelf on top of my monitor and it's sitting up there, uh, right next to Ganesha. Not a bad little radio. It ain't top notch. It's not award winning. It's not as good as my Anytone 878. Um, I hate to compare it to my MD, uh, UV380 because I've had so many problems with it. But I've even got an ID91 sitting here on the top of the desk right now, and a bowfang don't even touch it. However, when someone comes into the hobby, well, there's more of us that work for minimum wage, and I don't work for minimum wage, but there's more amateur radio operators that work for minimum wage, and sometimes even part-time then there are the guys that have big corporate jobs where they can go out and buy a $2,000 radio and it doesn't affect their budget and that kind of stuff. There's more of the guys on the low end. And I come, I worked my way up. I started with a, uh, for those of you that have been around long enough, a Yezu 209RH, which was top of the line back then. My first mobile rig was a KDK 2030. Yeah, whopping 20 watts and I think five channels or something like that. The other two channels were for split operations. And in the case of the tone board, I had to pop the top off of it and use a trimmer or a screwdriver to turn the trimmer to get the tone right. I worked my way up. And there's a lot of guys out there like me. But without getting off into the silence of the ham again um that's the thing we need to invite these guys in encourage them and do not discourage them if they are wrong politely correct them if uh, they're making big mistakes correct them a little more sternly it's all about us man if we let it die then we ain't getting it back it's my understanding that, uh, who is it? I believe it's the cell phone companies are trying to take our 3.5 bands. That was free, free re frequency allocation. And fiction be gone. And when you get ready to use those, when you get to the point you can use those frequencies, it ain't going to be there. Everything's moving up. We still got guys moving down. And quite honestly, I was listening to, uh, I don't know what to call it. It's kind of a seminar, sort of, via computer at Ohio Linux Fest, of all things. And there's one guy that's kind of full of himself that's uh, part of a, part of one of the podcasts that's fairly popular in the Linux and amateur radio community. However, when he goes off script, Sounds like an idiot. And <clears throat> I heard hand, the hands down the worst description of satellite operations that I've ever heard. But we got people like that out there too. 
learn your stuff, teach your people. Now, we need to dial this back into the Reddit situation. Um, I thought sure I was banned from Reddit when I left here at, I guess it was about 2 o'clock. Wife had rehab and then a phone call from one of her doctors and we got out here about 2. And by the time I got back, luckily I had not been banned from that particular thread. So I will behave myself. I will be Richard, uh, Resonant Frequencies Amateur Radio Podcast. And I will help as many people as I can. In fact, I found one guy on there. And we're getting pretty close to where we need to cut this thing off. And I'm sorry if there's a little bit of noise. I'm trying to change glasses while I'm doing this. (laughs) You know, it's pretty bad when you get old enough you start going blind. Uh, Yeah, we're a little bit over already. But uh, let me go ahead and... Let me go ahead and do this. Um, so I will help these guys on Reddit. I ran across one post where a gentleman was having a problem with uh, his motion detection lights going off when he transmitted on 20 meters. I had a similar issue. Back in the early 90s when I lived in an apartment over on the north end of Dallas, we had a touch lamp in our apartment, and I had a 20-meter antenna stretched from one corner of the bedroom all the way across the apartment to one corner of the dining room. It just so happened the feed point fell right at the bedroom door, so I didn't have cables hanging out everywhere, but I did have the antenna tacked to the ceiling, and we had a touch lamp. And every time I fired up on 20 meters, that touch lamp would go nuts. It would start flickering, carrying on, all this good stuff. And, um, you know, quite honestly, it wouldn't have bothered me. But, you know, I'd come home at night from uh, the club I was working at at the time. And I'd get in there and I'd fire up on Amtor on 20 meters. And it just so happened at the time... My ex-wife's mother was living with us and had turned our dining room into a bedroom. Had a bed, boxes with stuff, that kind of stuff. And when I fired up on 20 meters, it would start flashing that light and wake her up. Well, she had a dollar, I had a job at the Dallas Convention, uh, and Tourism Bureau, so I, I wanted to make sure she got her sleep. So I was unable to run 20 meters in the middle of the night. Way we cured this was we went, I went ahead and put a choke in line on the power cable, and boom, no more problem. Well, this guy was having a similar issue, and I offered that information. And uh, quite honestly, if I can get it worked out where I don't get myself kicked off Reddit uh, for something for being Richard, uh, then I might be able to help some folks over there as well. Um, I, something came up in one of those messages from the ladies I was talking about earlier about teaching new people or bringing people in, or if that was the attitude, you're going to run more people off, something. At which point I had to explain to them that between the two of them, I have brought more people into this radio hobby than the two of them together have, and 
I have made sure that more people stay in this hobby than those who have simply by um, assuming the stance that I have, which is get your ass on the radio no matter what you have to do. And then worry about the pretty stuff later. Because like I said, it's like building a house. Or it's like building a car. You got to start with the foundation. You got to start with the, the frame. Work your way up. In fact, I think the analogy I used was your first car. Your first car was probably a piece of crap. But it got you where you needed to go. And it was faithful and took care of you until you were able to upgrade to the next level. It doesn't matter. Quite honestly, I've got a radio uh, mobile rig in there, a 2 meter mobile rig that was $129 brand new, I believe. Which has a D-Star card in it now. Uh, ICOM 2200H. Um... And I've had two Kenwood 231s, 241s, um, Vertex VX150, which at the time I bought it sold for 150 bucks, two meter radio. And you couldn't even program it from the keyboard. You had to plug it into a computer and all that stuff. So we've ranged kind of far afield. But I'm basically talking about where the ladies are concerned, you know, quite honestly. They're the toothless gals that walk around at the ham fest trying to get to know people. And they can't never get any further than acquaintances they've met on the radio. And if they have an issue, that's not my problem. What my problem is is bringing y'all information. And we are going to be working more and more towards that. In the coming months, uh, we've already identified some things that really need to be addressed in resonant frequencies, amateur radio podcast, because this one, this one's me being a jerk, <laughs> for the most part. And we're going to try and bring that information to you. We're going to try and get back on track to Elmering. Oh, God, I just remember. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. And um, making sure that the new guys, number one, get on the air by any means necessary. Stay on the air. Don't devote your life to it if you don't feel like it. But at least stay on the air. And it doesn't matter if it's 160 meters or 1.2 gigahertz. It doesn't matter. Get on there and stay there. Teach the people what you know. If you've been a ham for a week, somebody who just got their license, you know a week's worth of stuff more than they do. And get out there and try and pull your community together. Because there's strength in numbers, and unfortunately we keep dividing ourselves. I'm not sure what that's all about. You know, it's real nice to have a private line to your buddy on the radio, but you can do that on a cell phone. So, I hope something in this episode has helped you. If not, we'll try to do better the next time. Now, the last thing, the thing I remembered a minute ago, is, oh my 
God, I've stolen Jerry Taylor's tagline. Some of you probably don't know Jerry Taylor. Uh, he's the gentleman who had the Practical Amateur Radio podcast. And I believe he's moved on to slightly bigger and better things now. Uh, I don't believe PARP is still in production. However, without thinking about it, I have stolen his tagline or something very close to his tagline. And we will be looking into changing that very soon. Jerry, KD0BIK, or whatever your call sign is now, if you've changed it, Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it never even dawned on me until I went over to listen to some of your old episodes. And I saw on your website that your tagline, which has been there a lot longer than the one for the current website I have, um, was very close to what I have on my website. And we will be looking to change it as quickly as possible. As soon as I come up with something that doesn't sound absolutely stupid. So with that, I'm going to let y'all head on down the road. Uh, yeah, we keep edging up on that resonant frequency link for uh, uh, episodes. I'm really sorry about that. I find that 30 minutes works a lot more effectively in some cases. Uh, for those of you who may have been listening to Strangely Enough, you know what I'm talking about. And if you are listening, have listened to Strangely Enough, um, I need input. If y'all want the show back, um, I'm not going to throw a bunch of resources into it unless I know that I have people that want to hear it. So with that, my name is Richard, KB5JBV. If you want to contact me, you can contact me at all the normal places www.rfpodcast.info kb5jbv at gmail.com Richard Bailey at uh, facebook.com We have a page and a group that are both resonant frequencies amateur radio podcast. I can even be found at DF, our Elmer's DFW uh, group over at Facebook. We are now on MeWe. I don't have that information in front of me. A uh, little bit of a search. Probably uh, probably bring you to the right spot. I am on Parler. P-A-R-L-E-R. Also, a little bit of search. Not much. Uh, I am also on Reddit as Richard underscore KB5JBV. Now, I'm going to have to start writing all this stuff down or at least make I have, make sure I have a reusable block over, <laughs> over in Facebook so I can get all this stuff down for y'all. I don't want anybody to fall through the cracks. If you want to help out with show notes, uh, forum moderation, all that kind of stuff, if you're looking to help with the show, let us know. We're not going to continue to do Richard's Radio Adventures, I don't think. Unless I just decide I need this extra show, but we are planning to bring resonant frequency back. Uh, we are currently, oh crap, I don't even know what the last one was. I think it was 18. Um, uh, we have 54 back episodes of the older show, and it is our fondest hope at 55. We will have a new show for y'all. 
and we will fire right back up where we left off. I'm going to have to do some studying because things have changed a little bit. Uh, but right now, I can tell you, I got several episodes on DMR, hotspots, and that kind of stuff. So, we're going to have some information. And since uh, the kind of biographical stuff that we were starting to do, uh, people seem to appreciate that. We're probably going to be trying to do some of that, too. So, like I said, if you want to contact me, the easiest way is kb5jbv at gmail.com. Or use one of those other avenues if that is more convenient for you. So, I think I've just about talked this one out. Uh, let me remind y'all that we did lose an episode that was fully recorded. I just had not had an opportunity to edit it yet the other day. And we will get back to that one because I find it quite interesting the interface between commercial and non-commercial amateur radio podcasts and the fact that we seem to be going through the third iteration of amateur radio podcast pod fading. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about that. So, uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And I probably shouldn't do that. A day to go, and I know the Christmas special that's coming up on Resident Frequency, that's uh, kind of out of order. In fact, it's about four months out of order. And um, that kind of stuff, however. So, y'all enjoy your Thanksgiving. Come back and listen to it regularly. If you don't want to listen to this show, listen to the other one. My understanding is quite important. I guess we'll talk to y'all later. This is KB5, JB Lee, in Texas, and we'll see y'all next time.